Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Today, I'm here with Roses. Hi. <laughs> so, you were born in Philly, right? Philly. Mm hmm. Yeah, Were your parents the country? <laughs> were your parents born there as well? No, they were born in Connecticut, so still the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. What made them move out there to Philly? Uh, I think it was my dad's job. He they um he got a job there when he was young, and my mom, you know, was like, "Well, let's do it. It's your dream." So yeah, yeah. Wait, the, doing music? No, or? he he's a he's a chemist, but oh, that's, that's his crazy. like passion. So yeah. 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 And what does your mom do? She's a nurse, so they're both in the um, the medical, yeah. chemical field. And so from a young age, your whole family was kind of like super into music and you got into it as well. Yeah, yeah. My dad is a guitar player and a piano player. Everyone in my family plays like about two instruments at least. Yeah. So like my mom plays guitar and flute Damn. and piano. And my dad plays guitar, flute, like I mean, guitar, violin, like he can play piano, he, everything basically. Yeah. And then, you know, it just kind of got passed down. My brothers play instruments, I play instruments. Yeah. Just, and you started when you were like four, this right? Is the <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I started my parents put me in piano lessons when I was six. So I was just a young lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then I started playing violin, which led to like saxophone and guitar and clarinet and all these other instruments. And then I started writing on guitar when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So what kind of music were your parents listening to? Um, they were big James Taylor fan. Well, my dad's a big James Taylor fan. He mm -hmm. was actually my first concert I ever went to. Oh. <laughs> and um, my mom was big, like, with Michael Jackson, Madonna, oh. Kathy Dennis, like, all those kind of, you know, like, groovy musics. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a big mix. My dad was also, they were also into, like, what else? Um, like, Fleetwood Mac. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. Jazz. We were, like big jazz family yeah too. are they singers as well yeah yeah all of them yeah oh my um, god my <laughs> yeah definitely I think they they actually met each other in in their like church's choir that's so cute yeah <laughs> and you also joined choir like pretty early on right yeah um I was in like a children's choir yeah. but I was also singing in like children's children's choir in the church and then when I got into like fifth grade I joined uh, I tried out for like um, Pennsylvania's children's choir mm -hmm. and traveled with them so yeah what was actually like like traveling with a whole like children's choir oh my god honestly I can't imagine what it was like for the adults <laughs> <laughs> but for me it was a blast I mean I had the most fun ever I one of my best friends who was in the children's choir with me like we did, we weren't best friends at the time, mm -hmm. but like later on, we realized we were in the children's choir together and like rode the oh, wow. like in a gondola together. Oh, that's so cute. So we were like, yeah, it was fate back then. <laughs> How do you describe your personality back then, growing up? My personality, ah, uh, 
I don't know. I was very spunky and bossy and <laughs> I center of attention always. Like I needed people to be watching me. Mm-hmm. Um, although if you were to ask me back then, I'd be like, I'm shy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I had to find my place in music, you know, cause school wasn't the friendliest to me as far mm-hmm. as like people go and things like that. So I kind of made my own and in the music world and and then you started to do some like open mic stuff right yeah I so I started doing open mic when I was like 15 16 I was going down um, I so I grew up outside of the city and my parents would take me to the city to you know do the open mics and things like that Damn, that's so supportive <laughs> yeah, they would. well the thing is I had older brothers doing this same thing mm-hmm. at that time and I was like I want to do that like I'm gonna go when they go yeah so like there were times when my brothers were in college and my mom was still driving me up to the city when I was like 14, 15. And yeah, I don't know. I was lucky to have their support. Yeah. But, you know, I was couldn't get into some clubs where there was like, like in New York, I would go to New York and mm-hmm. couldn't get into some clubs. So I bought myself a fake ID. Oh my God. And I We're got singing. in. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and... My, my parents were like, we want no part of this. <laughs> we will take you there, but we will not get you in. <laughs> so, um, and my dad was like, you're getting yourself out of jail if something happens. Yeah. But it worked out. I mean, look at me. I survived. Oh. <laughs> when I turned 21, my mom was like, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the environment like with, like, all your brothers being musicians? Was it ever, like, competitive? Or were you, like, was it, like, super fostering? Uh, it's, you know, it's always been fostering, but... But at the same time, I would, of course, be jealous of their progress mm. because of their years ahead of me. Yeah. So they're in a band. They got signed before I did. So all of that kind of stuff was like, I want to be where they are. But, you know, we each have our own path. And, and I'm glad that it worked out the way it did because it kind of taught me not to compare myself to other musicians. Yeah. Actually, it's came up in your previous interviews, like comparing yourself. Yeah. That's How, the hardest yeah. thing in this industry, yeah. I think. How do you, like, get over that obstacle? I kind of have rules for myself. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't watch people's Instagram snap stories because you're seeing the best, what, 10 seconds of someone's life. Um, And it's kind of like there's certain people that I will mute maybe on Mm -hmm. Twitter or something like that, you know? So it's just really to protect myself. It's nothing, like, against them or anything. It's just, like, my personal mental health needs that kind of attention. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess that's kind of what I've done. But I just have to remember that each path is different. We're each going to get yeah. there differently. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I can't compare myself to Ariana Grande, yeah. who's the same oh, age as me. That would be stressful. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. not, it's two different worlds. At what age did you start, like, putting your own, like, original stuff out there? Um, I think I wrote my first song in eighth grade. And then, and I played it in a talent show. And then, um, then I, I, I started recording an EP, my first EP in high school. That's crazy. And I released it in 10th grade. Yeah, and it was called yeah. Gone. Was that under your own name or was that, that was like before I had Monica, right? Um, yeah, so it was under my own name. Um, so it's, I don't even know where it is now. I, I probably <laughs> have like some hard copy somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I was lucky because my brother helped me. Both of them helped me like record and re oh, put wow. it out and get it on iTunes and re register for music licensing. Yeah, BMI. and they kind of manage you, right? Yeah, my brother manages me, and then my other brother's my producer, so kind of just stayed yeah. that way. Is yeah. it ever difficult having your brother as your manager, like because he's your family or you know sometimes it does get difficult. Stuff? Sometimes yeah. it gets difficult because he'll give me the tough love where it's like you need to do this, and there's times when I'm like. Are you saying that as my brother? Or are you saying that as my manager? Mm, yeah. And, but like he's also very understanding, so mm -hmm. I do take his opinions very heavily because I know that he's usually right. Yeah. But you know that's really the only issue we have. It's mm -hmm. just the brother sister yeah. arguments. And when you were in high school, people were telling you to like get a plan B that you couldn't like actually yeah. do like singing full time. Yeah. But, and then you actually did it. You actually studied nursing, so yeah. you took their advice. Yeah, I did. But was well, nursing... the thing was yeah. that I, I wouldn't... I don't know. Everybody always said, like, you had to have a backup plan, and then all of my friends were going to college, so mm. I was like, well, I guess that's what I got to do. So I went to community college, started for, with pre-nursing, and um, did two years of that, and then I was like, yeah. I don't want to do this. told my parents, I was like, this is not for yeah. me. I, you know, I feel like nursing is a very rigorous career mm -hmm. and if you're not 100 percent true yeah committed then yeah it's not for you and that should yeah. be for anything you know mm -hmm. i think that everybody should be 100 percent committed to yeah. their jobs were you actually like really interested in science like i was yeah you did I, well I was i wanted to be a psych nurse oh so, yeah like or a forensic nurse something like mm -hmm. that because i'm very into crime i'm also very into oh, the cool. brain so yeah i didn't know that i started with nursing and then i stopped graduated mm -hmm. with an associate's degree like journalism right yeah um the lib uh, liberal arts first yeah. and then i went to transferred to a university in philadelphia called temple yeah and i was there for a year doing um journalism and communications mm -hmm. and because i was like if i'm gonna be a writer and it's not gonna work out if i'm a music writer well i'll be a journalist yeah. and um then I met the Chainsmokers and yeah. it just changed. Did it actually help you with their songwriting, studying journalism? Mm, I don't know, actually. I I don't know. I didn't really ever apply anything like that to my songs, but mm -hmm. I think it's helped me with talking to people. Yeah. You know, well, and, mm -hmm. and having to know like what to say, what to ask, how to answer things, um, how to listen, mm -hmm. things like that. Was the degree something that, do you think you wouldn't have gotten if it wasn't for your friends and for your parents? Like, would you have just gone straight into music? Uh, I don't know. I think, I think now, um, looking back in mm -hmm. hindsight, I, I'm glad I did it the way I did it. Because yeah? I believe firmly that things yeah. happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I don't think my path would have ended up like this had mm. I not done yeah. that. But at the same time, it's like, I wonder what would have happened if I was like, I'm moving to L.A. right after graduation, yeah. you know, something like that. Because that had always been, I was always going to be the girl that moved to L.A. after graduation. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't. So, and I still haven't. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you first got signed? I, I got signed this year. So, oh, wow. 24. Damn. Yeah. It uh, took a while, but it, it's kind of like dating where you're dating other people yeah. and then you kind of like come across somebody where you're like, 
you know, this just feels different than everybody else. Hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of what it was like yeah. for me. Would you say you're like a patient person to wait it all out? No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crying, crying, cry. I met with so many labels um, and I just didn't know why it wasn't sticking or hmm. what wasn't clicking or yeah. why I didn't feel right, you know, these kind of things. And I would cry in my bathroom and my boyfriend would be like, it's going to happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> and so, no, I wasn't going to be waiting. But every time I got like, Every time it just didn't work, mm -hmm. I I look back now and I think, thank God it didn't, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, because it's like, I, I just wasn't ready or they weren't for me, the, the pathway was different, mm -hmm. what they saw for me to do was not what I wanted to do, so yeah. in a way I'm just glad I knew yeah. who I was when mm -hmm. I was searching, so. What specific characteristics were you looking for? I guess I wanted someone who was optimistic and mm -hmm. someone who can understand a project that's not fully done yet. Yeah. So, like, I need people that have the creative mind mm -hmm. to understand what type of, of things I want to represent, such as yeah. mental health, women's empowerment, like, mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. And I really liked that the place I was working for, I'd be working with a girl, mm -hmm. you know? Um, or the label that I'm working with now, she, my NR is a girl and I just, I, it's my favorite thing ever. I love it. Mm -hmm. Are you ever afraid that you're going to get stuck in like the EDM girl as like the EDM um, singer? Maybe. Yeah. I, I used to have the fear that I was just always going to be the girl who sang the Chainsmoker song. Mm -hmm. But now I'm the girl who sang the Galanta song. I'm the girl who sang the Cash Cash song. You know, and it's yeah. not even like I just sang them. I wrote them. So yeah. it's like, I'm more, I don't really care at this point what mm -hmm. people are going to think because if they truly do love my music, they're going to know all of these facts and things. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. But it was a fear of mine because, you know, I'm stubborn and I need people to know who I am. And like I said, I still want to be the center of attention. Like I'm still the same girl I was when I was little. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bossy. Um, so I'm kind of demanding that limelight now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I hope. I hope, I mean, I can't regret um, anything about the dance music community because mm -hmm. it's made the world for me. And yeah. I love it. And what age would you say you started, like, getting depression or, like, anxiety? Um, I think I've had it forever, to mm -hmm. be honest. I was bullied in school, so that caused depression mm -hmm. and anxiety. I didn't want to go to school. I was paranoid people were going to hate me, mm -hmm. things like that. And then it kind of just carried over into my life where it's, like, growing up now as an adult. I'm still trying to prove myself to the world mm. and yeah. people like me and especially in a rigorous industry where it's like are people your friends or are they not your friends what yeah. do they want from you yeah and I think that's one of the biggest reasons I can't move away from home is because I have my friends and mm. I'm afraid that if I move away I won't have that mm. you know yeah I won't have that like random Wednesday where my friends are like what are you doing and how do you deal with it how I deal with it mm -hmm. uh so I see a therapist regularly, mm -hmm. which is something I promote. And, um, you know, not, I, I saw something someone said where it was like, girls should be allowed to fall apart, trying to promote mm -hmm. therapy that way. But yeah. I, that's kind of the complete opposite of what it all is. It's about rebuilding yourself yeah. and how you should be allowed. Hi, little doggy. <laughs> oh. How you should be allowed to fall apart not only in the confines of a room with a therapist, you know, mm. so. Yeah. For me, um, I promote like th therapy or talking to friends or, um, 
you know, blogging, journaling. Mm -hmm. I used to have like an anonymous blog where I would talk about my anxiety and oh, wow. I'd have people submit yeah. like on Sundays what they were going through, things Damn. like that. So I don't know. Yeah, I just, I guess what I, my biggest advice is talking about it. Mm -hmm. Because once you start talking about it, you know how to fix it yourself and it becomes a real thing and you're admitting it. It's all about like, you know, it's like stages of grief. Yeah. Yeah. Denial, <laughs> you know, all these things. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and also if you see your friend acting differently, like, don't be afraid to be like, hey, what's up, you okay? Because mm -hmm. yeah. they might need that. You said in previous interviews that you're more, like, shy and introverted. Yeah. How do you think that has affected the music you make? Um, I guess I prefer to write alone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so everything I make is not, um, it's kind of in my own little box. So I don't know if it helps or hurts me. Yeah. It's hard to say, but... I have my comfort zones, and I'm, I'm like an introvert extrovert. Like, with yeah. the people I know, I'm like like a fireball, and then the people <laughs> I don't know, yeah. it's like, ah, do I say hi? Like, you know, and even if it's like an acquaintance, like if I were to see you out at the market and I was afraid you wouldn't recognize me because mm. I'm a paranoid person, I'd be like, just like walk by. I'm the same. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I think that does affect like, the way I write music because I stick with the things that I know and the people I know but yeah. I've been branching out more and coming to LA more and working with people that my publishing company set me up with so yeah I'm learning <laughs> <laughs> exposure therapy I guess <laughs> what is it like being in a long-term relationship like through your music career um it's got its up and downs I gotta be honest but mm -hmm. it's mostly ups we yeah just bought a house. And he's oh, a, wow. Congrats. Oh, thanks. He's a creative guy, so he kind of understands the whole, I'm going to work now at 1 a.m., you mm -hmm. know? And, um, but also understands that I'm going to go to bed at 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's great. It's hard. Like, you know, when I'm touring, mm, it's, yeah. especially now when we're moving, he's packing up everything, and I'm here, and I'm like... Don't pack this this way and don't pack it that way. Because <laughs> I'm a control freak. <laughs> and it's hard for him, I'm sure, to see, you know, there's this side of life that, that he just doesn't do with me. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's, there's people, it's a whole different world almost that he isn't there for, I guess. How do you think you've grown as a person since when you were younger? Oh gosh, I don't even know that I did. I'm still the same height. <laughs> um, no, I, I think I've grown um, in confidence mm -hmm. and um, independence. I've always been the kind of person that's like, do you like that? Like I need people's approval a lot. Mm -hmm. And I've turned into a person that doesn't. I'm very, very on my own. Yeah. Um, what else? I guess I'm more, I don't know, I, I, I'm more humble maybe. Mm -hmm. I know how to apologize when I need to, and but stand up for myself when I don't. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? Oh gosh, that's a tough one. <laughs> what do I want to be remembered for? I guess what I want to be remembered for is when, you know, when I was writing, or when I was going through a really bad heartbreak, mm -hmm. I remember as Adele as like, my hero mm -hmm. and like my healer and kind of like my my zen and like she she knew how to guide me through it mm -hmm. and so I guess I just want people to remember me 
as a time in their life where they really, really needed me. Wow, I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I just really want, yeah, I want to feel like I was there through the journey that they needed me at. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>